Welcome to Transformed by Grace, an in-depth Bible study of God's Word, presented by the Berean Bible Society. Join us each time on this station as Pastor Kevin brings the transforming message of God's grace revealed through the Holy Scriptures. Barnhouse recounted how he once employed a woman named Elizabeth. She was a terrific employee. She was single, and so far as he knew, she had never dated anyone. And this was fine with him because he did not want to lose her. However, one Sunday morning, as he parked his car, someone approached him and said, Max and Elizabeth are engaged. He couldn't believe it. When he got to the church door, someone else said the same thing. Did you hear? Max and Elizabeth are engaged. When he stepped into his office, there stood Elizabeth, beaming, radiant, confirming the engagement. She and her fiancé were engaged. They planned to serve with Wycliffe Bible translators in Mexico after they got married. Barnhouse reflected, Here was a true mystery in the biblical sense. It had been completely hidden, absolutely unknown, totally unsuspected, Then suddenly it was revealed, made known, and the good news spread like leaves in the wind. The key word we'll take a look at in this episode is the word mystery. The Greek word translated as mystery in the Bible does not mean something mysterious or puzzling, as the English word suggests, but rather something that was once hidden, but is now fully revealed. The Apostle Paul tells us that Christ made known the mystery to him. And Paul made this good news known to others and it spread like leaves in the wind far and wide. And we are tasked with making it known to others as well. And a big reason we should is because understanding the mystery given to Paul is the key to understanding our Bibles. Romans 16.25 reads, Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel in the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. As Paul closes the book of Romans, he wrote, Now to him that is of power. God is the one who is of power. He is the source of all power. He is all-powerful. As Ephesians says, he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. When Paul speaks of being established, he means for us, that we would be put on solid, stable ground, spiritually speaking. We've all probably gone to a restaurant and sat at a table where all four legs don't touch the ground at the same time, and it rocks and is shaky. You might try to establish it or stabilize it so that it wouldn't rock or wobble. And you might try to put something under one of its legs so it wouldn't do that. But that's the idea that Paul has in mind with the word establish. God wants to bring you and me to a place where we're no longer wobbly, shaky, or unstable spiritually. Instead, God wants our faith to be solid and secure and firm. The resource that the apostle relies on to make our establishing happen is God himself. God is of power to establish us. He transmits His power through the Holy Spirit in our lives, and the Holy Spirit works in direct correlation to His Word to establish us. 
This is the goal of the Word of God, and especially the goal of Romans, that believers might be established and brought to that place of security, strength, and stability in our faith. Paul notes that we are established spiritually, specifically, according to my gospel, he says. Paul's gospel was the gospel of the grace of God. The gospel given to Paul is the power of God and the salvation under grace, as Romans 1.16 tells us. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Paul's gospel entails all the truths of Romans and all of his epistles regarding the preaching of the cross and all that we have in Christ because of his shed blood. It entails the fact that we are justified by faith alone. Understanding all that is true of us based on the cross of Christ establishes the believer. When you know that you are declared righteous by God, that you are at peace with God, that you have been redeemed and set free from all of your sins. These truths, among many others, give us spiritual stability, spiritual strength for our life. But Paul calls it my gospel for a reason. It's because Paul's gospel was revealed directly to him by the Lord Jesus for this dispensation of grace. Paul had a unique gospel. He was given a special revelation that no one else possessed or ever received from Christ. It was a gospel that Peter, James, and John and other writers of Scripture did not know and had not received from the Lord. Paul wrote the Galatians, But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Paul was not taught his gospel by any man. He did not receive it from Peter or the twelve apostles. Paul received his gospel directly from the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord revealed it to Paul from heaven after he had temporarily set Israel aside in his program with her in her unbelief. Paul's gospel teaches that Gentiles no longer have to, be, have to become proselytes of the Jews' religion to be saved, which required them to be circumcised and to obey the law. Paul's gospel teaches that salvation is by grace through faith alone, apart from the law. It is to just trust that Christ died for our sins, was buried, and rose again. When we trust that simple gospel message, Paul's gospel teaches that the Holy Spirit immediately baptizes us and places us into Christ and the church, the body of Christ. And it reveals that all who are in the body of Christ have a heavenly hope. These are things that are new and unique to the good news committed to Paul by the Lord Jesus Christ. Understanding these things, we are established in our faith. We are established by truth, by the truth of God's Word rightly divided, and we find stability, security, and strength by a proper understanding of God's Word in knowing it and living in light of it by faith. Paul further teaches that we are established by the preaching of Jesus Christ 
according to the revelation of the mystery. The preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, defines and explains what Paul's gospel really is. It is concentrated on the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is about His cross, His resurrection, and how He is working today under grace. Now, the Lord Jesus can be preached according to the revelation of prophecy, and He can be preached according to the revelation of the mystery. Peter and the apostles preached Jesus Christ according to the revelation of prophecy. Christ preached according to prophecy has to do with his office as king over Israel, Israel's Messiah and Israel's deliverer, the one who will establish a kingdom of heaven on the earth, who will deliver Israel from her enemies, that he will reign over all the earth in righteousness, justice, and peace. However, Paul preached Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, which had not been foretold by the prophets or revealed to them. Jesus Christ preached according to the revelation of the mystery has to do with his office as the head of the church, the body of Christ. How Christ is currently seated at the right hand of God, exalted far above all. It has to do with Christ's heavenly ministry today and how he is offering grace and peace to the world. Paul refers to the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. What is the revelation? Of the mystery. Mystery in the Greek literally means to shut the mouth. It means that which is hidden, concealed, or secret, something about which God never spoke. He never opened his mouth to reveal to mankind. Revelation speaks of an uncovering, revealing, or disclosing of something which had been hidden, concealed, or kept secret. So when you put those two terms together, The revelation of the mystery, it speaks of God's truth, which had been hidden in the past, which he had said nothing about, now having been fully revealed and disclosed. The mystery was kept secret and hidden until it was given first to the Apostle Paul. By direct divine revelation, the Lord Jesus Christ personally made known unto Paul the mystery. In Ephesians 3.3, Paul tells us how that by revelation, he, or the Lord Jesus Christ, made known unto me the mystery. Paul told the Colossians, even the mystery, which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. The mystery is God's body of truth, which reveals our current administration of grace. Since this body of truth and this current dispensation was hid from ages and from generations, it necessitated a direct revelation from God to reveal this new, previously unknown truth, and Christ revealed it to Paul first. God has two programs in His Word a program for the nation of Israel made known in prophecy, and a program for the church, the body of Christ, made known in the mystery. Each program is a program to reach the world. Each program has its own unique eternal hope. Each program 
has Christ as its foundation and as its center. God's program with Israel is according to the revelation of prophecy that God revealed and made known since the world began. That program was for one nation to reach all the other nations as a light and as a blessing. Its hope is the millennial kingdom, the kingdom of heaven on the earth, the new earth, the new Jerusalem is her hope. God's program with the body of Christ is according to the revelation of the mystery. It was a program that God had said nothing about, kept secret since the world began. But then He revealed it to the Apostle Paul. And it has been now revealed for all to know. As Colossians 1.26 says, But now the mystery is made manifest to His saints. This program is for the body of Christ to reach out to the world with the gospel of the grace of God. The church is God's light. The church is God's channel of blessing to all. Its hope, our hope, is to rule and reign with Christ in the heavenlies for all eternity. We'll be returning to the program in just a minute. But first, we'd like to take this time to thank you, our partners, for making these programs possible. If you would like to access our library of helpful Bible study tools, go to BereanBibleSociety.org. Are you secure? is a 20-page booklet written by Pastor Paul M. Sadler. God has promised the free gift of eternal life to all those who believe on His Son. If God has spoken it, then you can be absolutely certain that He will bring it to pass just as He has promised. If you have a Christian loved one or friend who is always wondering if they can lose their salvation, this is a must-read. This little booklet will assure them from the scriptures that they are eternally secure in Christ. To order your copy, contact the Berean Bible Society for pricing and availability at 262-255-4750 or visit our website at www.bereanbiblesociety.org. To receive our free full-color 32-page monthly magazine, The Berean Searchlight, call 262 255-4750 or subscribe online at www.bereanbiblesociety.org Thank you again for your generous gifts. And now, back to the teaching with Pastor Kevin. The mystery, God's body of truth for today is multifaceted and it's called the manifold wisdom of God because there's, there's so much to it. It has many unique truths and characteristics that were unique to Paul and revealed to him. By the mystery, we learn that Paul is our apostle. Paul tells the church in Romans, in this book, Romans eleven thirteen, For I speak to you Gentiles, and as much as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office. God revealed the mystery, his body of truth for today, to the apostle Paul. And the revelation of the mystery is only found in Paul's writings. Contained in the mystery is the truth of the dispensation of the grace of God. This was an age, a dispensation which was not foretold in prophecy. It was completely hid in the mind of God. To Paul was revealed the dispensation and the instructions and administration of it, as well as its destiny. This is all found in Paul's letters. Paul told the Ephesians, If ye have heard 
of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you. Through Paul, we learn that we are not under the law, but under grace. Like Moses was God's spokesman under the law, Paul is God's spokesman under grace. Like those under the dispensation of the law found their instruction from Moses, we who are under the dispensation of grace find our instruction from God's spokesman for grace, the Apostle Paul. And we do so remembering that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. We do not neglect the rest of God's Word. All of God's Word is for us. But it's not all written directly to us. We interpret the Word in light of God's two programs. God's program with Israel according to prophecy. God's program with the body of Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. When we do that, it keeps us from mistakenly claiming promises that were not made to us and were made to the nation of Israel. And it helps us to understand exactly what God has promised us, the church, the body of Christ. By the revelation of the mystery, we learn how God, out of His sovereign right as God, chose to have a program with the Gentiles or the nations. Romans 9-11 through 11 teaches us this. The, the mystery shows us how God temporarily suspended his prophetic program with Israel and set her aside in unbelief. Israel temporarily fell, and Paul writes, through their fall, salvation is come unto the Gentiles. God has turned to the Gentiles, to the nations, and has chosen to have a program with the nations of the world, giving all people an opportunity to be saved by faith alone, apart from Israel. The mystery teaches that under grace, there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Under God's program with Israel, there was most definitely a big, a huge difference between Jew and Gentile Israel was the apple of God's eyes. The Gentiles were dogs. But the mystery given to Paul tells us that today there is no difference, that we are all on the same level before God. The mystery reveals God's saving message, His gospel for this current dispensation. That gospel is the gospel of the grace of God. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We are saved apart from the law of Moses. Just believing that Christ died for our sins and rose again, we are saved by grace through faith. The mystery reveals a new church for this dispensation called the body of Christ. Today God is saving individual Jews and individual Gentiles out of the nations and forming a new creation called the body of Christ. The truth of Jew and Gentile believers united and one in Christ, being joined to heirs in Him, reconciled to God in one body by the cross, that that's the church, that you can only find in Paul's 
letters. Paul wrote in Ephesians 2.16, and that he might reconcile both, that is, Jew and Gentile, unto God in one body by the cross. The mystery tells the church about its current commission, that we, the church, have been given the ministry of reconciliation, that we are ambassadors for Christ, sent out by God to the world in Christ's stead to beg people to be reconciled to God by faith alone in Christ. And part of our commission is to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, to clearly explain, to teach what the mystery is and what it means to our lives. The mystery, God's previously hidden truth, reveals that we have a new hope Heaven was not people's hope prior to the dispensation of grace. In time past, under the revelation of prophecy, the hope for believers was Christ's eternal kingdom to be a set up on the earth. Today, through the revelation of the mystery, we learn that believers have a heavenly hope. As Paul wrote the Colossians, For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. Paul taught the Ephesians that God hath raised us up and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The mystery reveals Christ's teachings for His church, for how we are to walk and to live and to conduct ourselves in this dispensation. And it's very Simple when you boil it down, too. Colossians 2.6 reads, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him. We receive Christ Jesus the Lord as our personal Savior by God's grace, through faith, in Christ. And we are to live the same way we are saved, by God's grace, through faith, in Christ. And the mystery teaches us about the return of Christ for us, the body of Christ, at the rapture, prior to the tribulation period. This you cannot find also outside the letters of Paul. The rapture is only revealed in the mystery, the body of truth revealed to Paul. What you find outside of Paul's letters is a coming of Christ after the tribulation, where Christ comes to the earth to crush Israel's enemies and to establish his millennial kingdom. In Paul's letters, however, he wrote, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. This coming of Christ, as Paul wrote, is a mystery. It's part of the mystery. God did not reveal this coming of Christ before Paul and not until Paul. This blessed hope is only for the body of Christ to raise the bodies of those who have died in the body of Christ and to raise the living members of the body of Christ off the earth to meet Him in the air and to take us to heaven, which is our hope. The Lord delivers for the body of Christ from the tribulation because we are not appointed to wrath, 1 Thessalonians 5, 9 says. The tribulation is the resuming of God's dealings with Israel. It is part of the revelation of prophecy. The tribulation is the time of Jacob's trouble, God's word says, or Israel. 
This dispensation is not part of prophecy. No prophecy given to Israel is being fulfilled within our dispensation. Thus we are taken out at the rapture before God resumes His prophetic program with Israel, and then everything God has prophesied and promised to Israel in the future will take place just as God has said. The mystery with its truths of the dispensation of grace. A program of God with the Gentiles. There being no difference between Jew and Gentile. A gospel of salvation by faith alone, apart from the law. The body of Christ as the church. A commission of reconciliation. A heavenly hope. A catching away of believers before the tribulation. All of this that's contained in the mystery was all kept secret since the world began. Imagine how absurd it would be to try to search the archives of ancient history to find a reference to an iPhone as a form of communication. That's what it is like trying to find the revelation of the mystery or these truths that I just listed in the pages of your Old Testament. You can search, but the search is going to be in vain. God's truth of the mystery is nowhere to be found in the law. It is not in the prophetic scriptures. It's not in the four gospels. It was not given to the twelve. It is not hidden in prophecy or foreshadowed in the types. It was hidden God kept secret by Him. God kept this dispensation of grace hidden and a secret since the world began when He created all things. And throughout the thousands of years of history in the Old Testament time period, through the period of the four Gospels and then into early Acts. But then Christ appeared to Paul in the Damascus Road and saved him by His grace. And following this, the Lord revealed to Paul the mystery, the teachings of grace, by a series of revelations. It was a mystery, kept secret, but now no longer. As Paul wrote in Romans 16.26 at the beginning of the next verse, but now is made manifest. Now the mystery is fully revealed. It is in the pages of the Word of God within the letters of Paul, Romans through Philemon as the revelation of the mystery has now been made manifest and revealed, so it is God's will that it be made known to all people, as He instructs the church to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. We do so, and we are driven to do so, because it is a message of Jesus Christ and His grace by His cross, providing salvation for all and offering reconciliation to God to anyone by faith alone in Christ and His sacrifice on their behalf. And we are driven to do so because it opens up the understanding of God's Word as we see what God is doing today under grace and what His will is for our lives. And as we properly apply God's Word and God's truths of grace for today, we will be transformed Thank you again for tuning in to Transformed by Grace. We appreciate your prayer support and the financial gifts. The purpose and mission of the Berean Bible Society 
is to help you understand the whole counsel of the Word of God. For more information, visit our website at www.bereanbiblesociety.org or give us a call at 262-255-4750. Or if you prefer, write us at the Berean Bible Society, P.O. Box 756, Germantown, Wisconsin, 53022. Now until next time, may you be transformed by God's grace.